You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz. We have a lot to get to today, folks. Uh, First of all, I I, I do want to just – I want to – look, you guys know where I stand on this show. I make no bones about it. Um, And I don't agree very, very much, if at all with uh, former President Jimmy Carter, but uh, he did take his third fall of the year, second fall this month, uh, and he suffered a a minor pelvic fracture, uh, I believe, over the weekend. So I do want to wish him the best. I do want him to have a speedy recovery. Uh, you got to hand it, give it to to former President uh, Carter. He's uh, 95 years old, and and this guy, uh, he, he's he's still kicking. Uh, he's already recovered, like I said, from two falls uh, this year and uh, one this month. And now he's he fell again. And uh, I, I got a feeling he's going to recover. This guy is one of the toughest guys out there. He re- really is. No, no, no matter where your politics are, uh, you should all give him your best. So, okay, all right, I, I want to jump right into this. I, we've got so much to do and so much to talk about Um it is just amazing to me some of the things that that can go on week to week and the things that are going on the, the things that come to light uh when especially when you talk about the swamp that is washington um first of all i, I i'm going to get well let me do this well i want to do the the topic rundown and and we're going to jump right into this and um but just to give you a a touch we're going to talk a little about uh, president trump i'm going to tell you some things about President Trump that that maybe you haven't thought about. Maybe you don't. You're so caught up with with the crazy uh, um, wall to wall, day to day, minute to minute uh, craziness from the lamestream media. I mean, they they can't hide their hatred for this president. Maybe you've gotten caught up into that. And so I just want to talk about Trump and bring out something that just maybe have you think about things in a different way. Uh, so I'm gonna that that'll be the first thing on the on the topic rundown. Um, the next thing uh, we're going to talk, you know, on the rundown, I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, as much as I don't want to mention her name, we're going to talk a little bit about Hillary. We're going to talk a little bit about Romney. And there's no, there's, it's no mistake that I'm mentioning them two together. Um, we'll, we'll talk about um, the Democrats' quest for war, the, how the anti-war has become pro-war. Uh, I, I can't say it any, any other way than that. Uh, it, it's pretty crazy. Uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the posing question today is who, who is Pierre Delecto? So uh, we'll, we'll get to that. So if you're wondering who is Pierre Delecto, don't you worry. I'm going to let you know. Um, and then we can get into uh, maybe a little bit about uh, the fake Indian Elizabeth Warren, maybe a little bit about uh, the small rise possibly uh between uh coming up from from uh buddha judge um you know so, so there's quite quite a lot to get to today so i'll i'll start like i said i want to start with the with a little bit about president trump let me when you look at president trump you need to think about instincts 
you know, all of us, you, me, everyone out there, if you're walking and breathing and eating and talking and working, no matter what you're doing, you have instincts. Uh, the way you were raised, the, the, the way you live your life, the things that have happened to you over your life, they all create or, or at least aid in creating your natural instincts. You would develop natural instincts throughout your life. And so one way to look at and, and how I want you to look at President Trump is start thinking thinking about instincts. Think about how, how you are instinctually, how, how you react to certain things. Um, so let me let me tell you a little bit and, and about how I view President Trump. So I want you to, to put down any emotional feeling, any emotional reaction you have to when you hear President Trump. Uh, I want you to start focusing on results. But but in this instance, I want you to think about instincts because President Trump has got some pretty darn good instincts. And the reason his instincts are so good is because they're not political instincts. Donald J. Trump does not react to things with political instincts. He has a business survival instinct. I've mentioned this before on the show, and I want to just touch on this again because when you look at Donald Trump and his instincts, they are not coming from a career politician's mind. They're not coming from a uh, swamp rat's political mind. They're coming from a guy who's had to survive in the business world. They're coming from a guy who had thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people depending on him surviving in the business world. Uh, There was plenty, 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 plenty uh, black people, white people, brown people, yellow people, people of all backgrounds depending to put food on their table, depending on Donald Trump to have a successful business so they could continue to get the paycheck that he was paying them. So these are the instincts of Donald Trump. They come from the business world. They come from the survival world. They come from a a man who had to sign paychecks. Uh, and, and there's a difference, ladies and gentlemen. There's a big difference between somebody who had to sign paychecks and had people's livelihood depending on their business. There's a difference between that and, say, a socialist Bernie Sanders who's never had a job, a, a private sector job in his life. He's only dependent on the backs of the taxpayer. Bernie Sanders is a guy who who either has to seize money from you to pay himself or anyone else's staff, or he's got to raise money from you to pay his staff. He's not earning anything. Bernie Sanders is not, not churning out some awesome product. Bernie Sanders is not putting out the next um, great medical find or technological find. Bernie Sanders is not creating the next iPhone. Bernie Sanders isn't doing anything of sweat equity that earns him the dollars that he spends. You earn the dollars that he spends. So this is the difference that I want you when you're looking at Donald Trump and when we're talking about instincts. Bernie Sanders has instincts. His instincts are, how can I make more people dependent on government? That is Bernie Sanders' instincts. Bernie Sanders' instincts, how can I make the federal government larger? How can I take get the federal government to take over more of your life? You, the peasant, how can I make you more dependent? Those are his instincts. Donald Trump's instincts are different. They come from the business world. So one of the things when you have this difference 
in in and let's say the business instinct versus the Washington swamp instinct um, is one of the things that Donald Trump has is he makes a decision rather quickly and when he does make a decision he acts very quickly there are times you know one of the biggest problems that the left the media the democrats and and swamp republicans have with donald trump is he will make a decision and he will act and put that decision in motion before he goes to them president trump is used he's a ceo folks and a ceo doesn't go bow to people and ask for permission a CEO will put people in charge, make the decision, and say, here, take this and run with it. He puts things in action. That is what President Trump does on a daily basis. That's what he's been doing for three years as he turns his government and kind of runs it in as a business. Well, when you're, in the, when you're a product of the Washington swamp, when all you know is politics, when all you know is if we can have a problem and make it bigger – but fool the American people into thinking that we're tackling the problem, then you have a fundraising issue or you have a dependency issue. Anything that can that can bog people down or get them to fight with each other to create or make this issue bigger, that stalls this issue out so that you can campaign for it, you can campaign against it, you can raise money for it or raise money against it. That's the Washington life. That's the swamp. That is the career politician. The career politician looks at every problem. How can I make money off of it? How can I control people through it? How and how can I make people dependent on it? How can I use this to my advantage? That is a politician. Donald Trump looks at a problem and says, hey, in the business world, when you run into a problem, you darn well better come up with a solution or it's going to hurt your business. So Donald Trump looks at the problem of the country and says, hey, this is a problem of the United States. It's going to hurt the American people if we don't come up with a solution. I better come up with a solution and enact it and let's do it. That's the difference, folks. This is what I mean about remove your emotions, remove everything you've heard about Donald Trump. You didn't go out, folks. You didn't go out and vote three years ago. For your pastor. You didn't go out and vote for your preacher. You didn't go out and vote for your rabbi. You didn't go out and vote for whatever head of religion you have, or you didn't go out and vote for your father. You didn't go out and vote for, at least I hope you didn't go out and vote for a daddy figure. You went out and voted for a guy to run the country. You basically. You wanted, you voted for a guy to put at the head of the table of the board of directors, which is the United States. You as a voter, you're a board, you're a board of director. And we, you voted in the chief, the, the, the CEO, the president, Donald Trump. That's how to look at this. And Donald Trump comes from a world, like I said, of action. When you're in the business world and the private sector and, and your livelihood depends on your business and that business depends on customer service and that customer service depends on making your customer happy so that you get a return on investment so that that business is making money, therefore you can pay your workers. This is how the real world works, folks. If you don't make a profit, you're not going to be in business for long. If you're not making a profit, you can't pay workers. If you can't pay workers, we have no society. No one can take care of their families. This is how the real world works. Only in the world of the Washington swamp 
where you is where you don't have to worry about competition. In fact, you want to stifle competition when you're in that world of the Washington Swamp, where you're in the bubble of Washington. You want to quell quell competition. You don't have to worry about getting something right. You can continually get something wrong because you can take a gun, point it to the American people's head and say, we're raising your taxes. You can take the gun and point it to the American people and say, we're going to print more money. You can do these things from the bubble of Washington. And this is the difference. So you You've got to be careful what you're wishing for or what you're asking for. If you're going to sit here and tell me that Donald Trump just insults you so much because of the way he speaks or something that he said or something in his past life, in his past life, in his past that he's, that he's done, uh, something he did before he was president, uh, you, you need to look in the mirror. Because there's so many hypocrites out there right now. Um, many of them are sitting Republicans that are taking this high and mighty road and trying to gang up and, and, and get on this trash Trump train because they want to take the so-called moral high ground. Well, who's getting hurt? You, the American people. You're going to be hurt. We, we the people are going to be hurt. Uh, all by this, this um self-fulfilling, self-moralizing attitude that some of these people are taking. Uh, so just stop and take a look at instincts and, and remember what I'm telling you, the difference of the instinct from a private guy and the instincts of the Washington Swamp. Folks, stay right there. We're going to our first break. We will be right back. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. We'll be right back. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works, 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
And welcome back, folks. You are listening to America's Web Radio. Uh, this is On Point with Victor. Uh, look, folks, if you have any questions or want to participate or, or have any any questions whatsoever, email us here at gm at americaswebradio.com, gm at americaswebradio.com. Uh, you can email me also at victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. Uh, look, folks, while I'm on this, um, stay tuned uh, in the coming next coming weeks. We're going to launch something here that's uh, going to be the answer to a few of you who have reached out to us asking how you can support the show. Um, we've got something that's going to come out here in the next week or so. So pay, pay close attention. You're going to want to be part of this. So it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So we'll be launching that here soon. So you guys, uh, make sure you stay tuned. So, all right, let me get back into this. So one of the things that, that the left and the establishment Republicans, these creatures of Washington, one of the things that they hate about Trump is President Trump does not equivocate at all uh he he you're not you're not going to catch uh trump sitting around and 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 when he has a decision to make you're not going to catch he's not going to be one of those guys that sits around and and vacillates before he can make a decision uh it's just it's it's not going to happen uh president trump is a doer and and if you're one of those uh, liberals out there or or uh, never trumpers who are screaming at your radio right now going but victor but victor donald trump got a million dollar loan well you know what folks people get loans people find it either through a bank or an sba or somehow some way but once you get that loan it's what you do with it thereafter that counts can you pay that loan back can you build a business can you hire people well, Donald Trump's pretty much proved that he can hire and keep people employed because he's employed thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Um, he is a doer. It is it, it is a trait of a business leader, not a political leader. Uh, I'm not saying that we haven't had some good political leaders out there, folks, but let's – I mean, let's look at where some of the best leaders, what their background was, um, you know – uh, Ronaldus Magnus comes to mind. Uh, Ronald Reagan, to my my opinion, my humble opinion, uh, one of the greatest presidents we've had. Look at his background. He he was an actor. He he had a different uh, type of of background. It wasn't all politics. Uh, let's go back to Lincoln, folks. Do some do some research on Abraham Lincoln to see what his background was and where he came up and how he was self taught to get to where he got. So, so anyway, so, so this is, this is the difference that I just want you to understand about Trump. He's a doer from the business world, from the, he's a leader of the business type, not the political type. Folks, I, you have heard me before tell you that you've got to divorce political parties. If, if you are so married to a letter D or a letter R or what have you, then you're not holding politicians' feet to the fire. You're just emboldening them to do what they continue to do, uh, which is pretty much nothing. Um, what they do most is get in the way of, of American ingenuity. You know, politics have a great way of slowing down uh, a great thing. Uh, when, when you unleash the power of the American people, when you unleash the power of American ingenuity, it is second to none. And, the government at too often gets in the way. And, and what I mean by that 
is, folks, if you go back to the United States Constitution, the federal government is supposed to be very small. And it is humongous now. That's a problem. That is a problem. And when you start turning to the creatures of of the Washington swamp, the creatures of the Washington bubble, and you've been turning to them for 20, 30, 40, 50 years plus to solve the same problems, when you've been listening to the Democrat Party every four years tell you that the Republicans want you to die, that the Republicans want dirty water, that the Republicans want to kill the environment, that black people are 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 one election away from from uh, chains from being chained up, and I didn't say that, folks. Joe Biden said that. Uh, when when you when you tell black people and Hispanic people that they're an election away from churches burning, from from them from innocent people being dragged through the streets. That kind of rhetoric, rhetoric is ridiculous, and the Democrats do it every four years. And right now, instead of the establishment swamp Republicans standing up for America, instead of standing up with President Trump, and if you can't bring yourself to say, I am stand with Trump, then how about saying you stand with America? How about saying you stand for the greatness that is america instead of getting on board with these i'm sorry whack job of a democrat party that is continually telling you that everything is doom and gloom we're an election away from doom and gloom um 30 years ago al gore said we were 10 years away from having no water Alexandria Cortez said we're 12 years away from just going extinct. Where's the positivity in anything the Democrats are telling you, folks? This is the difference of the politicians, the swamp that is Washington versus a doer, a business guy, uh, a, a guy who, who, who actually loves this country. Is he perfect? No. Are you perfect? No. Am I perfect? No. There's only one guy I know that's perfect, and he's up there in that sky. So no one down here can say they live a perfect life. So is Donald Trump perfect? No. But is he doing some really good things? Yes. Is he helping the country? Yes. Should we stand with America? Yes. So... That is what I want you to think about. Think about this because the people in Washington, the Democrats, the socialists, which today are pretty much all the Democrats, the establishment Republicans, ladies and gentlemen, they think they are entitled to overthrow an election. They think it's their duty to reverse the will of the American people. Now, I am not using hyperbole here, folks. You pay attention to what you're not hearing on CNN and MSNBC and ABC and NBC and all those things. Pay attention to what you're not hearing. 
Because you're not hearing about the deep state. You're not hearing about the uh, fake dossier that was running around that, that, that flamed up the fake Russia investigation. You're not hearing about how this whistleblower was actually a, an, an aide or worker with Joe Biden, this so-called whistleblower who worked for the CIA, this so-called whistleblower who is actually a co-conspirator for the next hoax that they're trying to perpetrate against the American people. Um, these the, the, this swamp, this political environment in Washington, and I am talking about both parties, the establishment Republicans and the Democrat Party think they are so powerful or they think they are so self-righteous that they can overturn the will of the people. There are people in the Washington swamp right now that are so angry and cannot understand how they lost in 2016. And look, folks, make no mistake, the the establishment Republicans led by the number one douche of them all, Mitt Romney, they also feel like they lost in 2016. They don't view President Trump as a Republican. They just don't. They don't review him as a view him. I'm sorry. They don't view him as a Republican. President Trump is an outsider and will always be an outsider to the swamp. And these people like Mitt Romney and Ben Sass and some of these other guys in the Republican Party are getting together and if for lack of a better term, colluding with the Democrat Party to try and reverse the will of you, the American people. And don't come back with me with this popular vote business because I got news for you. Donald Trump is probably going to win the popular vote in 2020, which has no bearing whatsoever on the election itself of a president. Uh, But I'm just telling you, he's probably going to win the popular vote and uh, he's going to win the Electoral College, of course, I, I believe, in a landslide. But folks... Don't come at me with this with this popular vote business because the Constitution, the Founding Fathers, they were brilliant in setting up the Electoral College. It forces politicians to actually have to go to smaller states. It, it, it forces those smaller states to have to be part of the equation when we elect a president. So Donald Trump won the Electoral College by a pretty good margin in 2016. And that's the way our elections happen. But you have a Washington establishment swamp, including some of the upper echelons, Clapper, Brennan, Comey, uh, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, these people who are self-anointed uh, deep state operatives who feel like they – it is their duty. That's how they feel. They feel it's their duty to overturn – your will, our will, we the people. This is what I want you to understand. I want you to stop thinking that you've got to agree with everything President Trump does, says, or or, or is. I, you've got to stop that. Because if you think you can ever be 100% in agreement with any one political figure or any person, that's just not reality. So... Ask yourself, are you willing to take out the one guy that's in Washington, the one guy who's up there pushing back on on an absolute coup attempt, the one guy who's up there actually pushing back 
against the the establishment bubble swamp that is Washington that's trying to reverse the will of the American people, you've got one guy fighting for you. Even if you didn't vote for President Trump, if you voted for Hillary or you voted for the Libertarian candidate or you voted for, for Jill Stein, it doesn't matter who you voted for. Donald Trump's fighting for you. Whether you believe it or not, he's fighting for you because let me tell you something. Everything that the deep state, that the Washington establishment is doing to or attempting to do to Donald Trump today can be done to your favorite candidate tomorrow. Whether that be a Democrat or a Green Party person or you name it, it can be done to them. So you've got to keep that in mind. All right, folks, we're moving through this fast. I know we're going to get to some other topics here at the other side of this break. You hang tight. We will be back. You are listening to America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armendariz with On Point with Victor. We'll be right back. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, let's jump. Uh, let's just keep going. Keep going. We're going to keep going here. Again, this is uh, America's Web Radio. Um, if you want to participate, GM at AmericasWebRadio.com. Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Uh, go watch us live on YouTube right now. Go to Facebook and watch us live as well. And uh, if you're on Facebook Live, you can send me a message right now. Uh, okay, so so I want to. I'm going to move on, but just real quick. One of the other things you've got to remember about the Washington bubble, the swamp, the the political mess that is Washington is you got to look at this money. I mean, hell, fortunes are tied to the swamp. This is how politics works in Washington. If you get things done, the money flow pretty much will stop. Uh, if, if, if there are no 
perceived problems or no real problems, if, if there's no race issue, if there's no poverty issue, if there's no, um, you know, this versus that and this group versus this group, uh, minority this and this, this, this poor group over here and this, that and the other, if there's none of that, then what are you going to campaign on? What are you going to push people against other people for and get money from one group to fight another group? Uh, that's how Washington works. There is a reason that Washington kicks the proverbial can down the road every year. Uh, these, these politicians just have forgotten how to serve the American people. They really have. Now, let me pause for a minute because there are some people in Washington that are uh, that are awesome and they defy this notion. They, they are, they really, really are. There's the Freedom Caucus. Jim Jordan and the Freedom Caucus is absolutely uh, awesome. Uh, those guys really do want to help the American people. They do, they fight for freedom and liberty every day. Uh, I do believe no matter what you think of Rand Paul, I think Rand Paul fights for liberty and freedom every day. You don't have to agree with everything that Rand Paul says or some of these other guys, but you darn well better understand that they're fighting for liberty. They're fighting for freedom. Uh, Ted Cruz fights for liberty and freedom. Uh, these guys are, are the exception to the swamp rule. Um, there is a reason why the Romneys and, and the Sasses and some of these other Republicans and, and of course, the Democrats uh, in Washington, there's a reason they hate Ted Cruz. There's a reason that they don't like Jim Jordan. There's a reason that they don't like uh, – uh, I mean, I could go on and on, and I'm going to leave some of the guys out, so I'm not going to name them all. Uh, but there's a reason they hate them. Uh, look, I've said this before. When you have the Democrat establishment that hates President Trump, and you have the Republican establishment that hates President Trump, you probably have the right guy that's serving as president. When the Washington bubble and the Washington establishment hates the commander in chief together, then you can rest assured you have the right guy that's sitting in that commander in chief chair. Uh, so think about that, folks. Think about it because. I, look, let me give you another example. How many times – think back. Think back to eight years under Obama. Think back to Bush 43. Go back to Bush 41. And for those of you out there who can't remember, just do some research. Go back and look at how many times the Democrats said endless war, endless war, endless wars. Go back and look at how many times atrocities by our servicemen, atrocities being committed by our servicemen. Uh, look at the body bags, body bags, body bags. Go back, do a Nexus Lexus search on the media and how many times they use the word body bags. How many times did they show pictures of body bags? How many times did they say endless wars, endless wars? The Republicans are warmongers. The Republicans are getting us. How many times did you hear that? But now, because Donald J. Trump is president, what are you hearing now from all the Democrats? My goodness, the Democrats have suddenly become war hawks. The anti-war left has become the pro-war left. How crazy is that, ladies and gentlemen? How crazy is that? The left is ready to march to war. Watching Bernie Sanders right now tell you that, war, 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 we got to go to war. We got to go to Syria. We can't let those people die. We got to go to war. 
this was a guy that two or three weeks ago was saying, we're in an endless war. we got to get out of war. So which is it, Bernie the Socialist? Which is it? You can't have it both ways. You can't be anti-war today and be all in for uh, going and bomb the hell out of Syria and bomb the hell out of the Kurds, bomb the hell out of the Turkey and and, uh, everyone else in the Middle East. You can't have it both ways. This is what I'm talking about, folks. This is your establishment political class. And just because, look, I've told you before, Donald Trump is not a Republican. Donald Trump was a Democrat for years, and then he became a Republican, then he switched back to Democrat. When it comes down to it, Donald Trump's not an ideologue or an ideologue, however you want to say it. He's not. He's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. You know what he is? He's for the American people. He's for the United States. He has a view of the United States that I think is based in liberty and freedom, and he wants to fight for that. So I, Donald Trump is probably the first president in a long time, if not ever, that looks at every issue not from the lens of a D or the lens of an R, but actually from the lens of what's going to be the results and how is it going to impact the American people. Ladies and gentlemen, every politician elected today should look at every bill that comes to the floor, that every measure that comes to the floor, every discussion that happens ought to be led by what are the actions of this plan What are the results going to be to the American people? What are the effects of this going to be on the American family? That needs to be every, every question that that should lead every bill, every, everything that comes to the floor. But you're not going to hear that from the swamp. You're not going to hear that. Uh, All you're going to hear is, uh, we got to take over healthcare. We got to take over, uh, colleges. We got to take over the loans. We got to take over uh, every aspect of your life. We got to collect the guns. We can't have in, uh, citizens being protected by guns. Oh, but we, the politician, we, the elitist, of course, we're going to have guns because we have to be protected. Our lives are more valuable than yours. That's the swamp that is Washington. So uh, please uh, understand uh, what, where I'm going or what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, let's move on. So uh, <laughs> I, I mentioned before, uh, one of the questions of today's show is, who is Pierre Delecto? <laughs> so if you're wondering who Pierre Delecto is, ladies and gentlemen, I, you can't make this up. And I'm not. You can do your own research because I promise you I'm not making this up. I'd love to take credit for this, but I can't. Uh, Pierre Delecto is none other than Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney set up a fake Twitter account. By the alias Pierre Delecto. I mean, it sounds like he's trying out for the movie industry, and I don't mean the G-rated movie industry. (laughs) I'm not even talking about the R-rated industry. But he sets up a fake Twitter account by the name of Pierre Delecto, and he starts commenting and supporting his own his other tweets by his real name. So Pierre Delecto, which is Romney, is out there tweeting and supporting Mitt Romney. So Mitt Romney feels that this is this is how messed up politicians are, folks. This is your tax dollars at work. This is your Washington establishment at work. A sitting senator creates a fake Twitter account to give support to himself. 
This is pretty messed up, folks. So he's so he's got this account, Pierre Delecto, and he's out there fighting with people and taking up for Mitt Romney in disguise. I mean, this is pretty, pretty crazy. But, you know, all the pushback that, that Romney's getting, he deserves. Because in my eyes, he, he is a disgrace to Utah, and he's a disgrace to, to the conservative movement. Because everything that Romney ran for in 2008 and in 2012, in 2012 he had the nomination, and he ran against Obama, everything he ran for, Donald J. Trump is implementing. So either Romney has a major problem with jealousy, or he is just so angry that Donald Trump wouldn't hire him to be Secretary of State. And thank God Donald Trump had those awesome instincts that I talked about by not appointing Romney to, to be Secretary of State. So Romney's got either he's got some anger issues or he's got some jealousy issues. But here's a guy who refuses to put the people of Utah or the American people in general. He refuses to put them first. Oh, no. What comes first is he must... First, he must uh, create a fake Twitter account so he can defend himself, and then he's going to go after Trump. Mitt Romney is actively trying to recruit senators to jump on the impeachment train to throw out a president who is enacting everything that Mitt Romney campaigned for in 2012. How messed up is that, folks? This is your politicians. This is your establishment Republicans. The so-called establishment Republicans who campaigned on conservative issues year after year after year after year are suddenly against the one guy who was implementing those very plans that they said they wanted. So think about that, folks. Okay, I'm giving you a lot to think about today. Um, but but it's, it's just it's insane what these politicians will do. Now, let me talk a little bit about Hillary. I don't like talking about Hillary, but I've told you guys in the past that I do believe she's going to get in this race. But I got a couple of new predictions today. Uh, first of all, I have to comment on I did not realize that Hillary's mental health is really, really going by the I mean, I'm just afraid that she's going over the edge because over the weekend, Hillary Clinton accused uh, Tulsi Gabbard of being a Russian agent. She accused Jill Stein Folks, Jill Stein was a leftist socialist wacko before Hillary was a leftist socialist wacko. But somehow, according to Hillary, Jill Stein is a Russian agent. Now, if you you don't know, look, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail here. Just look it up. If you look up Jill Stein, you'll find that she was the, the Green Party candidate for president. Uh, if you look up Tulsi Gabbard, she is a, uh, current congresswoman i believe but she's also a candidate for the democrat nomination trying to run for president right now uh look them up if you want to find information but hillary has accused them both of being russian agents i mean here is a woman who tried to trash donald trump in the uh in in 2016 going heading into the election by by telling the american people that donald trump wouldn't accept the results of an election so fast forward to now. Who's the one that cannot come to grips with losing? Hillary Clinton. It is amazing, uh, folks. Hillary Clinton is so caught up and so – she just cannot come to grips with losing that now she is accusing two Democrats, one a quasi-socialist 
because no matter you know Tulsi Gabbard has some probably is one of the smartest ones on the stage in the Democrat nominees, but she's still a leftist. And you got Jill Stein, who's a flat-out socialist. Uh, but according to Hillary, they're Russian agents helping President Trump. So here's a question that I want you to ask: If somebody's out there and you ever, if you get a chance to confront Hillary, ask her why she's against a woman president. Ask Hillary if you're if you're a journalist out there or, or one of those few journalists out there, and you and you get a chance to ask Hillary Clinton a question. Ask her why is she against a woman becoming president? And if you're out there laughing at me. Listen, I, I'm telling you, I'm on to something here because the person who's going to look, Elizabeth Warren's probably going to get the nomination, and the person that's going to make every effort to knock her out is going to be Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton can't get over losing the election. Hillary Clinton does not want a woman to become president unless it is her. So mark my words, Hillary Clinton does not want a woman becoming president in her lifetime. So laugh if you want. I'm telling you, it's true. So, all right, folks, we're going to another break here. You hang tight. We will be right back. You're listening to on Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Um, <laughs> I want to. I, I gotta have a, a, an awesome listener that tuned in and said, "Hate is such a strong word," and and they're and and they're absolutely right. Uh, I shouldn't put words and and or feelings in other people's mouths. So if I said that earlier that somebody hated somebody, I I I, I uh, I'll take some of that back. <laughs> I want to be be nice and positive here, but. But it, it, I'm sorry to say, folks, there, there are uh, 
the 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 Washington Trump, the 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 left, the 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 Republican establishment, these these guys that are in this in the Washington bubble, the the swamp that is Washington, they uh, let's just say they strongly dislike uh, American people that that believe in independence. Um, they they're not big. Look, you know what? Uh, he, uh, do this test. The next time the Democrats have a debate. Uh, the next time they have a debate or the next time they're, you catch one of them given whether it's Biden or Sanders or Warren or, or the fake Hispanic Beto, uh, or Booker or Kamala or, um, the Jose guy who's about to drop out, um, the next time you see them speaking, I want you to pay attention and count the number of times they say the word freedom, the times they say the word liberty, the times they say the word independent, because I bet you anything you won't hear any of those words. You won't hear them spoken one time. I highly, 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 highly doubt it. Now, if you understand the history of this nation, if you are an American patriot, if you believe in what the founding fathers fought for, if you believe what our Constitution stands for, if you believe what the Statue of Liberty, what she stands for, what that symbol is there for, if you believe that, then you cannot support anyone running for office. I don't care if it's the local dog catcher all the way up to the president. And I don't care if they're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent, Green Party, this party, that party. If they can't look at you and tell you that the foundation of their policies, if it's if it's not based and built on the principles of freedom and liberty and independence then they don't deserve your vote. Look, folks, you can be a Democrat and still believe in freedom, liberty, and independence. John F. Kennedy did. He may have been the last Democrat to do to do that. I mean, my goodness, maybe some of Bill Clinton. Um, but I'm telling you, folks, it is time to wake up. You cannot support someone running for office, someone who wants to make a living off of your tax dollars. If they can't utter the word, the words freedom, liberty, and independence, they don't deserve your money or your vote. Uh, I'm just take it from me, folks. Please, if you, if you take one thing from me today, let it be that every candidate you support that you will drop your support immediately if you don't hear them talk about freedom liberty and independence so i'm I'm just telling you folks look watch a trump rally watch one of his rallies and tell me you can't help but feel pride about america I dare you to sit through one of his rallies and not feel prideful of what America has accomplished, what the last three years, what we've accomplished. Um, you, you can't look at the lowest black unemployment, the lowest Hispanic unemployment, women, the best job market in history. Um, I could go on and on and on and on. All these great things that are happening. Those, those are real things that are happening. Uh, if you can't stand for those things, if you can't stand for those results, then you're not standing for America. You're not standing for the people of America. It's not a. It's not just you're standing with President Trump. Like I said, remove your emotions. 
excuse me, remove your emotions. Um, you don't have to say you stand with Trump. But how about standing for America? How about standing for the American people? Uh, when, when, when the policies that the last three years are enabling black families to take care of themselves, when Hispanic families can take care of themselves, when all of the American people, no matter their background, white, black, yellow, whatever, women, men, when you can take care of yourself and your family and then you can help your friends, that is a good thing. You should be able to stand for that. So I'm just, just take that to heart. All right, let's move on to uh, another point that I want to make. So here's another question to ask yourself, folks. Why is the media, of all people, why are they so willing to get rid of the First Amendment? So really, I want you to think about this. <clears throat> Again, some of you might be looking at me like I'm kind of crazy. But I want you to think about this. Why is the media, these the, the lamestream media, <coughs> excuse me, why are they so quick to diminish and restrict the First Amendment? Think about that. Think about that and... Uh, I'll, 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 I'll give some more, or I'll give my answer to that, uh, next week. But I want you to think about that, uh, because that's what they're doing. So in another, in, in, in Victor's, <clears throat> in the on point with Victor segment today on what department should we abolish right away? The Department of Education. This is another thing to take, take home with you today. If they're the one department that, you know, I've got a few departments that we need to get rid of, but the one that we've got that we can't get rid of fast enough, that would be the Department of Education. Um, there is a reason that we are on a fast pace to socialism. It's because of the way kids are being taught in schools. Government schools, you know, we get back to the freedom, liberty, and independence thing. Find me a textbook in today's government schools that that teaches liberty and freedom and independence. Uh, I, the these the government schools, because of the federal government controlling these the education, are are they're rewriting history. They're not teaching history, and what they do teach, they're rewriting, and they're they're pushing socialism. Uh, there's a reason that we have so many college kids right now and so many high school students and so many elementaries. I mean, look, when you're looking at college students and high school students, they're all somehow socialism is a great thing. And when you look at elementary schools, these poor kids, my goodness, they're, they're on their way to, to increased, I hate to say it, but probably increased suicide rates because they think the planet's going to be gone. They think they're going to be dead before they're 20. Think about that, folks. You have a political party in this country and a, and a political movement that is using so-called climate change to scare children into believing that they're not going to see their 15th or 17th or 21st birthday. Now, what is that doing to the psyche of children? What is that doing? Ask yourself. These are true, honest questions that I want you to start asking your representatives. What is this climate hoax convincing children that they're not going to see their 21st birthday? What is that doing to their psyche? You know, life isn't easy. And these kids are going to have a tough time as it is. They don't need to be told that they're going to die before they're 21 because there's not going to be any water or because the planet is going to burn 
I mean, it's it's just it's ridiculous, folks. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, look, I want to I want to touch a little more. I had someone send a message, and they they were asking me to to talk a little bit more about about what I see going on with uh, Brennan Clapper and and this this what I call and what you're hearing is the deep state. And when I say coup, uh, folks, there is a movement. There is a movement that's in Washington that's trying to convince you that Trump is an awful bad guy, that Trump is colluding here, colluding there, that that somehow, somehow Trump has to be removed from office. Somehow the the people need to be removed. So you've got uh, and and uh, listeners chimed in and and is asking about why is Romney doing what he's doing? Look. Romney's doing what he's doing because he's, like I told you before, he's either majorly jealous or he's just got an anger issue. But when you hear Romney refer to morals as a reason why he disagrees with Trump, um, oh, Trump had an ex-marital affair. Uh, Somehow uh, Romney cited this the other day on a Sunday show, I think, as a, this is a reason I can't, well... I haven't heard. You know what? I could I could maybe give Romney's a little leeway if he was out there saying the same about Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy killed a girl. He actually murdered a girl. Um, JFK had so many extramarital affairs while in office. You can't count them on two hands. Bill Clinton was getting service car service calls with free cigar delivery into the Oval Office by an intern during his presidency. I haven't once heard Romney talk about that. So if you're going to try and convince me that something Donald Trump did before he was president, then you need to be telling me what you feel about all these Democrats before Trump that actually did these things during office. You know, the Obama eight years is riddled with scandal. It was scandal after scandal after scandal after scandal. And President Trump, I beg you to find one scandal of the Trump administration. And I mean legitimate scandal, not a hoax. I mean a scandal. If you can find one scandal of the Trump administration in these first three years, uh, I will bring you in studio and give you one hour to explain it. And and if you can't make it here, you can call in and I'll put you on an exclusive phone call because I don't think you can do it. Uh, but and and if you want to call in and tell me that the Obama eight years was scandal free, oh please, please let's get you to call in uh, because he was riddled with scandal. Uh, so so this is what I'm talking about. So when I talk about people who are high and mighty and people who put themselves in this this high and mighty chair like Romney's doing, it has no weight. He has no uh, validity because. He never went after Obama. He didn't go after any of the Democrats. So he's disingenuous, folks. That's, that's what I could. That's that's the easiest way to put it. All right, folks. We have come to the end of the show. Don't you go anywhere because coming up right after me is locked and loaded with Roger B. You're gonna want to hear what Roger has to say today. So you stay tuned right there. Thanks so much, and be sure to return next week. This is on point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz. This is on point with Victor and America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.